The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Okay, so this is Tehillim 28, day 23. Uh, and because of our short amount of time and because this is part of three or day three, um, I'm not going to reread it in English. Okay. okay. Um, so, Hashem Ekra, Suri Al Mimeni, Vrimshati Im Devor. Shema Kol Bishavi Vinasi uh Okay, so um, quick review of what we did last time. Takanunim <laughs> and Hoda. And uh, those were the two halves, basically, right? Takanunim right? and Hoda. Um, the main idea was that David Hamelech is asking for help, for protection against the enemies that are duplicitous mm-hmm. because they might, because he does, he can't spot them. And they, they are therefore very dangerous. Only Hashem can stop them. And if they bring him down, so he'll end up going down without any uh, legacy that's being compared to the people who go to the grave. They don't take anything with them. Um, and the argument he's making is that they are not involved in Yedias Hashem. So my take on it, so there were three takes. There was mine, Yosef's, and Oren's. Mine was that they're not involved in the value system that the whole Mahus is built upon. And therefore there's no justification for allowing them to succeed if they were in the same value system. And then maybe they'll be more successful than David. Maybe David's in the wrong, but no, he's dedicated to this. So they should be paid back and destroyed and not rebuilt. And then he, David Melech uh, acknowledges that he took security only in Hashem uh, and that he was doing it for the sake of his nation, as you see from the fact that he concludes with its fila of saving God's inheritance and exalting them forever, because that's what the whole thing is about. And whatever happens to David endangers the uh, the Mahos. Mm-hmm. So what we got from there in terms of takeaways was to, um, first of all, to do talking to him, right? <laughs> that uh, not to rely on your zuchus or to feel like it, that God has to answer you because of your zuchus. Uh, but just because you didn't talk to me doesn't mean that you can't ask for me to sit in for the Rashaim. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we also said that if you frame your Bakashos in terms of the value system of Hashem, then that's the more effective Tfila. Okay. Uh, then in terms of um, Yosef's idea for number for Puzzle 5 was they don't realize that David's Malchus, they don't acknowledge that David's Malchus is Hashgach as Hashem. So therefore, they think that they can undermine it. Under, undermine it uh, and that's what he's invoking, saying that because they're they're doing that, then they should uh, be, you know, paid back. And I don't remember Warren's. Yeah, we need Warren. yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. This is Tuesday. It's uh, the the the. Uh, crowd yeah, crowd thin day. Okay, so yeah. what we plan to do, unless there's anything else. Well, I have like a little bit of some like issue in my mind with all these. Okay, sure. I, I'm also not fully settled. Like, I don't, I don't know if you want to. I, I know we're going to look at more questions, so we can also do that. But like for me. The main idea in this pair doesn't seem to be about like Amisral and 
really what's going on in the first section. Yeah. Like to me, because yeah, it's only it this end. whole progression in especially Pasuk 7. Yeah. Where he talks about his relationship to Hashem and how he all these different parts of how he like felt about what was going on. And that I know to me strikes me as like the main um yeah, I, I, I definitely see that. I definitely was, it didn't sit well with me either that, that the, um, I mean, or with Alter, right? <laughs> the, it throws right. in the, the nation at the end. Um, so that might be a good lead into the Redox approach because the Redox says it's not about the nation. Right. Because I was thinking like maybe the nation is like an example of him praying for the nation and like supplicating that the right thing happened for the nation is like an example of something about how we should approach top community. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be the essence. That's true. Yeah. All right. So let's do the redoc and see if that ends up being more satisfying. Okay. So redoc, we read parts of it last time, but not all the way through in sequence. Okay. So the redoc says, and we're going to try to finish this today. So, uh, so, all right. Co- uh, starts on the first page. Yeah. The last oh. line. Yeah. Um, uh, this is the same subject as the one before it. That he's asking Hashem to give him his request. To make him be at peace from the involvements in the world. And so that he can have the freedom uh, to involve himself in this, his, uh, the needs of his soul. Which is the service of God. And that will bring him kapara for the avonos that he transgressed. And his soul will become close to God. So because we do recite the previous parak, even though we're not going to learn it right now, I just want to show you the line in that where he, uh, where you see that that's what it's about. It's in Dalid. I think it's in Dalid, yeah. Yeah. One thing I ask from Hashem, that this is the thing that I ask for it. Just that I sit in the house of Hashem all the days of my life. To uh, gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem. To visit his uh, sanctuary. And let's look at the deficient Radak. Uh, just see what his shot is. Because if, he, if he's saying it's a continuation, then okay. It's true. That I'm trusting in you, that you'll save me from every tzara. Nevertheless, I'm asking one thing from him. Did it change tenses? Wait, Yatzilin. Oh no, no. So it's in the third person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he'll save me. So I'm asking one thing from him. The kefal inyan ode and repeats it. That's oza oza avakesh shifti beveisad Hashem koy mechayai. Oh, Yosef made it. So that is um, to make known that with all of his heart, he's asking for it, to give him tranquility from all the wars. Um, hey, Yosef, I'm glad you made it. We just reviewed our ideas from last time and we're doing the Radak now. Um, uh, where are we now? Uh, even though God promised uh, to save him from every harm, nevertheless, his heart is uh, is um, preoccupied with them. And in, it's preoccupied with the needs of the body. And it doesn't have any freedom to be involved in the Tzarche and Nefesh. So the interesting thing you're seeing here so far is... Apparently, and again, we haven't learned the rest of this parak, so we can't know uh, for sure. God assured him that he's going to protect him. 
but it's still stressful, <laughs> right? So like you can know, like, and like it almost reminds me of Mordecai and Esther when he says, you know, uh, you know, if if, uh, if you don't act now, then uh, uh, salvation will come from another place, and you and your your father's house will be destroyed. So on the one hand, Mordecai is secure. God's not going to let Claudius be destroyed, but it was very, very stressful, you know, and like he can't be involved in a uh, Hodas Hashem, you know? Yeah. But I mean, there it was, it turned out to be the best thing to do to be involved in like the, the worldly thing. Correct. And I don't know if David Amel is saying that he's not going to be involved in it. Uh-huh. He's just asking though for, uh, you know, for, for this, uh, uh, freedom. Let's see. Right. He's asking from Hashem, that he quiet him from these milchamas. Shloit starkly sasuk behem, so that he doesn't need to be involved in them. So that his body and mind can be free to dwell in the house of Hashem. Vehu habayis shahayasham haaron im hanaviim haachasidim. That is the house. Uh, okay, I, I didn't know. I didn't have a question which house it is. That's the house that has the aron in it with the neviim and the chasidim. Va'anchei shem. Um, sorry, Vashir Sham, Hakohanim, Bahalavim, Kamo Asaf, Ach, Vechav, Achiv, Ushar, Yere, Hashem, Haumim Sham, Hisasakiman, Bavodas Elkim, Batarche, and Nafesh. So, all, all these great, this, uh, the Avengers, uh, cast of characters of, uh, Chachamim. Yeah, Yosef? He's like asking for like a retreat. Like, just... yeah, retreat's actually the best word for it, right? It's a retreat. Like, just from not... like all the problems of Elamazah. Uh, yeah, sounds like specifically, I, again, we're, we're just pulling out this one Radak from the Perak because he references it in our Perak. So I don't know exactly. I mean, it looks like it's a similar thing. So it sounds like these guys who are trying to like, uh, uh, antagonize him, uh, similarly, so people, not just the need to follow Hazel, like we thought from first reading it, but like the things that are like really, you know, threatening, uh, threatening and like taking away all of his attention, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. So does, yeah. does this like include like, um, like his normal jobs as Melech? I don't know. Cause you know, the, the reason why I'm, 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 uh, I'm questioning that is in 28, he says, so that he can be involved in a Vodas Elohim. Now I understand that a Vodas Elohim is going to involve Yudhya Hashem, but being Melech and teaching the people and stuff like that is also a, a part of Vodas Hashem. And I also keep on thinking about my, um, my, one of my favorite, uh, Midrashic depictions of David, not that I like have learned any of them, but the one where he says, um, if I knew how to, where to find this, I would look it up right now, but it's going to take me too long. Um, where he's like examining um, like uh, the like afterbirths of women uh, to be done, whether like how formed the fetus was before, like, you know, uh, it, it uh, miscarried so that he can tell whether like, they, you know, they're, they're Tommy or not or whatever. So he's saying like the, the Kings of the Umas Olam are involved in like, like, you know, riches and power and all this stuff. And I'm here with my hands covered in filth serving you, you know, and he's saying it like as a Sheva, you know? Um, so, you know, sounds like he uh, would classify the duties that are like a positive fulfillment in like leading the nation towards these values as a vote of Hashem, but like enemies trying to lie to bring him down, even though that's like preserving the vote of Hashem, that's not like, the type of voter you want to be involved in. Yeah. It is interesting because the Redacto in, in that parish is yeah. kind of in 29? 20, yeah. 27. 20, oh, sorry, 27. Yeah. Yeah. It's talking about like mentioning like Mohammos a lot and like 
maybe things happening from like other nations. Whereas twenty eight seems to be people more like within Claude within Trump, his court, it almost or like yeah. yeah, like in the court who are like duplicitous and true, yeah. And, and, his kind of against them is like they don't know the ways of the town. Right. That's a good point. And we, 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 uh, I don't know, we or I made that point last time that, um, I think when we were talking about why it singles out Loya Vino, oh, sorry, why it seems to characterize the Rashaim by Loya Vino El Kula Sashem. That's like, for lack of a better term, that's like a high level Russia. Like, if that's the only thing you're doing bad, like, you're not trying to, like, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, rape and pillage and steal and worship of Odazara. Like, okay, fine, you're not in line with the value system, but so it sounded like Jews, right. you know? So, well, I guess, yeah. like, if these people are, like, maybe, like, high up in the society of Amitra, like, yeah, I could see it being, like, a big problem with this. Yeah. They just don't have the, the mission statement. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with your division of the two types of enemies. I mean, again, I, without even learning this, it does sound like there are a lot bigger threats nationally right. in 27 than in... Uh, in uh in 28 um let's finish reading the redak on 27 4 to contemplate the pleasantness of hashem i get literally to visit the hechal okay hechal could also mean shemayim says the pleasantness of Hashem. Klomar Hanifradin. Case of the angels, uh, the separate intelligences. Uh, the nefesh is uh, hewn from and we'll go back. So it's either contemplating, I guess, whatever the people in the Mikdash contemplate, or it's contemplating like metaphysical existences. Okay, let's go back to our parak. So again, theme of the parak is he's asking Hashem to give him quiet and tranquility from the iskei ha'olam in order to be involved in the tzarchei nefesh, which is a elokim to get kapara. Now the kapara thing is the one I'm most curious about because it didn't sound like in our parak he's really talking about kapara, you know, for his averos. I don't even know if he mentions averos. Okay, let's see here. Suri al techarashmi many. My rock, do not be silent from me or deaf to me. Uh, to be deaf, to, uh, listening to my uh, request. Because I'm afraid. Lest you be deaf to me or silent from me. And I become compared to those, likened to those who descend to the pit. So we interpreted that as like going down without possessions. But he says, So lest I be like the Rashaim who go to Gehenom, that's that pit, <laughs> uh, pit with a capital P. That they will, uh, their souls will be destroyed when they die. Umilas techarash tishto. Okay, techarash means to be silent. Klomer shetasi atmachal kecherish. You make yourself like a deaf person. Shlotishma v'lotanani betfilasi. That you don't uh, answer me, uh, listen and answer me in my tefila. Avchein pen techashet kmo es lachashos. Matzus Tzion made the same point that Kohala says es lachashos ve'es ladaber. A time to be um, silent and a time to speak. So it means to respond. So interesting thing here, what kind of argument is this? He's saying, don't let me go down to the pit, to Gehenom, and therefore you should, you should answer me. You shouldn't be, in other words, if you're silent for me, then I'll go down to the pit. So, I mean, I guess my question is like, what is well, he worried about going down to the pit? I mean, I guess if he's never, like... Ah, uh, like if he's never involved in a vote, right? Then he 
he won't I don't know how to think about it exactly, but like he won't like get enough reality, like he won't like be involved in truth enough in order to like I guess have this soul be the way he wants. Yeah, to. you know, I uh I was talking with someone, you know, my um my weeks of my life chart of like you know checking off. So I was talking about that with someone and we were talking about how scary it is that like you can, you know, wake up and see that you spent your whole life doing something that allegedly was not your values, but evidently that's what you, you value because you spent your whole life that way. So it's very easy to imagine David and Melach, uh, you know, like a lot of people who get involved in, in, you know, politics and government, like saying, well, I value all these things, but the practical necessities of your Malchus require you to constantly be involved in stuff. And then before you know it, that's how you spend your entire Malchus. And if you've got enemies coming after you, Right. So then, like, you might have a very short time. Yeah, Yosef? Wouldn't you say that um, being involved in the Malchus gave his soul reality? Like, that is being involved in reality. You know, he's building a polystyrel. Right. But here's the thing. There's there's different levels of reality. <laughs> right? I mean, in terms of, like, uh, um, like setting something up to, uh, you know, have stability in the Malchus and protection for Am Yisrael, that's definitely contributing to the project of Avram Avinu. But let's put it this way. If David could be free to write 150 more Prakim of Tehillim, you know, uh, I think we'd be better off. <laughs> you know, that like if, he, if, he, if all that time he spent like running away and like, like saving his life, if he spent that, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure he gave him a lot of material, but like, you know, he would prefer to guide Kla Yisrael and to, uh, you know, to help them be involved in learning and to protect themselves so that if they have a spillover effect, maybe get Navua, maybe, you know, like there's higher levels that he could be involved in. Yeah. I just remember I feel like you're also missing out the informal. You probably want his sons to be alive. That's also true. Yeah, a lot of family issues. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, not lead rebellions against him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, so the answer to your question is, yeah, that would be a uh, Hashem, but there's that's really a means to an end. The mal establishing the malchus is a means so that everyone can be involved in. Um, in, in this type of Avodah Hashem of contemplating, uh, you know, yeah. Okay, right. So let's take it as, as that and, and, and assume that that's what he means right now. Like, I don't want to be involved in all these sidetracks because that would then let me end up going to get him like the Rashaim. Not because I'm evil, but, well, I guess we'll see what, how the Avonos come in, but because I'm, I'm, I'm um, almost like we, you know, we referenced this pit in the thing we don't say. You know the thing we don't say? The uh, tefillah of the base Midrash? Ani rats for him, rats him. Ani rats. We don't say that. I mean, I mean, I don't say that. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard we possibly don't say that because our halacha is not involved in like resulting in halacha lemaisa. That's what I've heard whenever I've asked. But um, I think it's something that's good to feel. Like I run and they run. I run to um. I, I see. I don't say it, so I don't know. I run to like high olam and high olam haba, and like they run to the bear shachas. Like they're running to the pit, you know. Okay. Shema kol takanunayik b'shavi i'elacha b'nas i'yadi el devir kachacha. Okay, so that is habayis shayasham. You know what I'm going to do? Um, editorial decision. I'm going to skip this one. I'll just summarize it. So he says either it's the actual sanctuary or it's a reference to Shemayim. Okay, um, I just want to get to the to the main ideas here. Um, 
Okay, then in the next one, all tam shichini, do not let me be drawn in shlo amos mos rishayim, that I don't die the death of rishayim. See, now he does, does sound like it's, he's actually worried about becoming a Russia. Kamosh amar al te'esof im chataim nafshi, don't let my uh, soul be gathered in with sinners. V'chein bazel lashon v'acharav kol adam yimshoch, and after him, every man is drawn. Shapirusho yimshoch el hamisa, drawn to the, to the, um, to death. The Dovre Shalom Imreyehem Vrabilvavam, those who speak with peace with their friends and there's evil in their heart. Kirov Hershaim Inam the Gali Matman, most of Rishaim don't reveal themselves, but Marim Shalom Imreyehem, and they demonstrate um uh peace with their friends. Yeah, what are you gonna say? Um I mean maybe for someone who was like already on a level of Dovin like dying and not continuing to improve yourself yeah. is like you know, like what? What was he? What was he doing? That yeah, like that could be. He needed to, like a person I think on that level needs to like keep getting to a like higher level. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a. It's not exactly what uh what what you're saying, but it reminds me of the um the Arba Shenifnis of the Pardes, you know, those four Tanaim. Mm-hmm. So the way they say it is Rabbi Kiva went in in peace and came out in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Acher went in and then uprooted the shoots, and then Ben Azai, um, I think it's Ben Azai Hitit. Umes and then Menzoma. One of them, okay. Well, Ben Azay Hitis Venifka. One of them became crazy. The other one uh, uh, died, right? So the Rosh Bats explains all of them and says it doesn't mean that he died because, like, okay, after becoming an Apicorus, that you could take literally, you know. Um, uh, going crazy, he says, whichever time went crazy means that it messed up his imaginative faculty, you know, where we're like, he couldn't distinguish reality from, uh, from uh, imagination. But then Mace, I believe the Rashbats interprets that to mean that he stopped developing, uh-huh. you know? So for, so when you stop developing, especially if you're a Tana, that's like death, you know, like he stopped gaining and, and developing, like you could be stunted, you know? So not exactly as far as most Rashaim, but uh but you know yeah just over here are you forgetting about the part in Tanakh where David arranges for a man to die so that he can marry Bathsheba I'm not forgetting that there's a lot of problems with that story that's not going to affect the way I interpret this <laughs> um okay um uh tain lahem kafalam um give them in accordance with their deeds you are the only one who knows their deeds. Shata Yudeha Nistaros. You um you know the hidden things. Lafikah Shalim Lahem Kmaseim Arain. Pay them back with their evil action for their evil actions. Kiata Yudea Risham. Okay. So that's kind of like the Malbum said last time that David can't point to specific Rishaim and say destroy these people. Right. He did that in the last parak. Here, these are the ones who are duplicitous, though. So Hashem's the only one who knows. Okay, then this we read last time, but this is going to be a key uh, a key point. You must know a little bit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, the ones who are shifty. Kilo uh, Yavinu, the ones who don't look at them in the eye when they talk. Yeah, Kilo uh, Yavinu, they don't uh, understand. Enemies asking about Vodasakel. They don't. Uh, they're not involved in Vodasakel. So this is the one. This is where we define a Vodasakel, which is of Enem Nosnim Lev Lahavin. They don't uh, devote their minds to understand. Mm-hmm. Except in the matters of the uh, vanities of the world. Yeah. Um, okay. That's what they spend their time with applying their Chachma and Bina to. Like the Navi says, meaning that they're Chachamim, but they use it for evil and they don't know good. And here's where he defines the Abdullah Hashem. 
uh, the understanding and, and contemplation of the Pula Sashem and his handiwork, he that is of the Avodos Elokim, the he, and that is Lahavin Bachachmas Ateva Uva Pulosav, to understand the natural sciences and God's creations. Umasiyata Bashmaim of Aretz, and his handiwork in the heavens and on earth. Umisham Yisbonin Ma Maase Elokim, that's where you'll, you're, where you'll understand the works of God, the Shehakomi Itel, and that everything is from him, the Hu Hasibarishon, and he's the first cause. And then he brings a proof from this Pasuk in Yeshayahu, uh, and Chazal say that to people who don't study astronomy. Mm-hmm. And Yehersim, may they be destroyed, I believe name, uh, and may they not be rebuilt as tefillah. Um, and he says, hold on, Yehersim connected El Pulos Hashem, Him Lo Yavino El Pulos Hashem, Vuhu Yaharos Pulasam, Masayim. So they don't contemplate God's uh, deeds, so he'll destroy their deeds. Right. Yeah. So I think. This is similar to what we were saying before. Like, it's juxtaposing how like David wants to be acting, like understanding Hashem's ways and whatnot, versus how these people act, where they just they're involved in like nothingness, right. their own ways. And I think when he said that he would like be dying the death of Rishim, it's like if he just continued acting in that way, that and then he dies. That's you know he died this, in the same way that they died. Yeah, which is having been involved in you know their own world. You know what you're saying reminds me of the uh, who do we see are called Rashaim that were involved in their own world of like their own Hana'a. And it wasn't like villainous Rashaim. I believe you were you here when we did the first parak in Telem last year? I don't remember. Okay, so the first parak is, um, and I don't remember if this is the Radak or the uh, let me see, hold on, Telem one. Search engine work for once. Ashrei ha'isha sher lo halach ba'atzas rishaim uvederch chataim lo amad uvemoshav leitim lo yashab. So the the question is like, what's the order here? So uh, the there are there's a way to read it where rishaim is the least bad, chataim are worse, and then leitim are even worse than that. Difficult read, but I just want to see how the Radak read it. Um, if the Radak's the one I was thinking of, um, Radak says rishaim. Um, uh, is yeah, the Redox one says this. He says, Harashaim him haharadim liknos mamon, people who tremble to get money. The Tavas Lima Baolamazet, people whose Tavas are in Olamazet. Velo Yafhinu bain tovla hatovara, Vignu Vigslu via Harguba of Warhamamon, Mirov Herdas Libam. Okay, so he takes it a little bit further than the, the Miri is the one I was thinking of. Miri says it's people who are just involved in like material pursuits. And he calls them Rashaim, and he brings a bunch of proofs that sometimes in Tanakh, Russia doesn't mean evil. It means people who are preoccupied with money. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, I'm not saying that that's necessarily what he's talking about here, but it is a, uh, it could be a tamer version of, you know, people who are striving after political power, maybe, you know. Yeah. Uh, but going back to your original point, um, uh, you're saying that David is worried that his energies are going to be uh, taken up in these kinds of yeah. pursuits and his Chacham and Bina are going to be funneled to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Baruch Hashem Kishama Kolt Tagunai Derch Nevua. Okay, so he's saying this is Nevua. So even though it hasn't happened yet, he's giving uh, um, preemptive thanks based on Nevua that God listened to his tefillah. That's true. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so this happened. We, yeah, where David was in uh, Sakana, and we're, we're, we don't have the luxury to look into that right now. Hashem, especially we got the Matir of the Malbin, who says you could apply this to any of David's sorrows. Yeah. Hashem Uzi, Bushuruk Ha'ayin, V'amar Derech Shevach V'hoda'a, Umagini, Shatileni Miyoshvi Binov, Shamar Lahak was David. Okay, they wanted to kill him. Boba Tahli Bi Shiazrini Mimenu Vava Pishaisi um the Sakana Gadola, even though I was in great danger. Vinazarti, Kamosha, Kasavia, Zorlo, so he's really going and taking this as a very specific incident. Yeah. Intar Lamar Imni tell me Mavas Sh Samach, okay, fine. Um Ella Pirush Vialos Libi, Sikhli, my my intellect rejoice. Lefisha Beosa Siba Nishbu Anche Shilo, Anshi Shilo, Ete Lemilhama Ot. Okay, so that's when my my men swore not to go out to war anymore. The Samach, Hasecha, Shinifrad Mi Iske Haolam. So that's when my intellect rejoiced at separating from the world. Vihilo Penai, Lisasi Vidarke Halakim. Okay, that's when he got what he wanted. Mishirai Ahudenu, Lefikah Eten Lo Hoda'a, Mima Eten Lo Mishiri Ahudenu, Bishirusi, Vizmirusi. Yeah, Yosef. I just had a question from before. Um, is are we saying that he doesn't want to be like their shine that they not only just like put their energies towards other things, but they also put their chachma, other things that he doesn't want ah. to be like them? Yeah. Or are we just saying that he doesn't want their energies to to be? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I think or, I think that's a good distinction. I, I wasn't not making the distinction there. It sounds like. Yeah. He's saying like the chachma, like yeah. the corruption of the tzelem, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, that, that's a great point, right? So he's saying that they were. It's so that's why the radak emphasizes. Um, uh, where did it start? Shem mischakmim umuvinim alehim. Oh, sorry. Einam nosim libam lahavin kiim b'havle haolam. Shem mischakmim umuvinim alehem. They they apply their chachma tuuna not to the pulos Hashem, but to the havle haolam, and their chachamim lahera. Uh, and uh, right, so it's a corruption of the uh, the telemilkim. Okay, right. very well said. Yeah, and so, but I'm wondering, like, is he comparing himself to, like, when he says, "I don't want to go down to the boar," and he doesn't want to be like Tzor Shaim? He's saying that, like, just like how they put their chachma to useless things, or is he saying that he just doesn't want to put his energy? There's a difference in energy and chachma. I think. I mean, yeah, yeah. So. I think you could read it two ways. You could you could say that they're going down to the boar. No, maybe you can't read it two ways. Hold on. See, I'm, get, I'm getting from the Radak now with this emphasis on Iske Ha'olam Hazeh and portraying the Rashaim that way. It sounds like he's saying that if I were to be uh, to have, well, let's take one step. If my energy were to be involved in in worldly pursuits, which in this case would be like just spending all day trying to defend myself against like my enemies, um, even though this is for a good purpose, then I would be dying the death of Rishayim. So Yosef's question is, is it just his enemy is tied, his energy is tied up in that and therefore he is not free to work in Chachma? Or is he worried that the fact that his energy is tied up in that is going to corrupt his Chachma and his Tvuna? I mean, are those really functionally going to be any different in his case? In other words, David's going to apply his chachma no matter what. And if he's forced into a situation where he just has to be like looking around him for like backstabbers, his chachma will be involved in like that kind of uh, invo- that pursuit. But the, yeah, but the question is really like, is it the energy that's the problem or is it the chachma? 
Yeah. Because right? so, yeah. like the Chachamim is no matter what, but then he's really, the question is just which one is he? Like yeah. functionally he's asking for the same thing, but like what's the Rishas? Right. That's a good question. That is a good question. I just want to see if there's a clue in that Pasuk Yeshayahu he quoted. 517. Uh, Apparently I highlighted those things. Um, not from this year. Oh, from my shear on the third bracha of the Shemon Esrei. That's where I recognize this from. Maybe. Is this what Pasuk? Five? Yeah, last year, uh, earlier in the year. 512. Um Kinor. Okay, I have to relearn this in order to, to recover it. Um, okay, so let, let's let's keep Yosef's question in mind and read to the end and then see if, if we get any more clues. But that's a good question. Is is the is the what makes it is the quality of riches coming from the absorption of energies or the corruption of the telemelokim? Okay, so the Radak says. Hashem owes Lamo, the Kivin Shiyashev who beves Hashem, once he is he sat in the house of Hashem, he's Pala al Yisrael, Shihi Elohim owes Betesam Lumochama. So see, he's telling in, in this is sequential. In other words, he got what he wanted, he's in the house of Hashem, and now he's adopting for Klai Israel that they have a um is this chronological? I thought he just got done with the war. But now he's saying Shi'ilahim owes Batesam Lam Milchama, Shalo Yerach Lavavam, that their heart shouldn't become uh, soft. So he he doesn't have to go to war. Kleisel still does. So he's saying he's hoping that they get salvation. Like, see you guys, like you know, uh, I hope you, you guys are okay when I'm not there. Vitain Hashem Lahem owes Bimochamtam. Uh, Hashem should give them strength in their war. They should uh, prevail over their enemies. Um, and he is the uh, and, and God is the strength of the salvations of his anointed one. Mashikohu, Omer al Atmo, he's saying that about himself. Shu Mashiach Hashem. Kamosh Amar, uh, when you're Mashiach, you could refer yourself in the third person. Kamosh Amar Gamkain al Atmo, Mashiach Elokeyakov. Amar Hashem Yihye Oz Lamo Li Israel, Kamoshaya Mauzi, Batesim Imaim Lamilchama. Hashem should be for Israel a strength, just like he was for me when I went out to war. Vav Uma Oz, Inyano Kasher. Kamo Imlo Yisbu Vialinu, Prin Vesif Se Renanos Yahalal P. Is there any more, Rudak? Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, Yosef? Did we say last time that the reason why um, he refers to himself as Mashiach is because that's his role in the Am? Yeah, I think you wanted to say that that you were saying that the fact that they don't contemplate the work of Hashem means that they don't realize it's Hashgacha, and that's why he like recalls the uh, the fact that he was anointed by Hashem, you know. Uh, no, I, I'm saying like uh, more like in terms of like, forget about like my theory in specific, but like... Um, but like in general, like is the reason why he's saying he's Mashiach is just because like that's like his like Zechus in the Am? Like Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can think of a lot more terms than Mashiach. I mean strange. Especially because if, if he's learning that this is at the end of his kingship, like towards the end, mm-hmm. then like it's not like he was recently anointed. Like I can see that being relevant when his uh kingship was uh was initially uh, challenged. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, l- l- let's let's get to the end and then try to get something out of the entire parak because we don't have that much time. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, here it ends. Hoshia, Hoshim Miyavim, save them from their enemies. Ubarich Osam Bamasi Adam, and bless their endeavors. Uraim 
like a um a shepherd, uh shepherds his flock, Venasaim Ad Kol Al Kol Amim over all the nations, Ad Haolam, Tfilasi Alayim Bin Bimechayai Bin Avraimosi. My Tfila should be uh effective for them, I guess, whether during my life or the life of my enemies. Ki Koyme Olam for the rest of the eternity. Upirush ad haolam ad sofa olam until the end of the world. Yeah, so it kind of got a little uh particular at the end. I mean, I really like the first half. <laughs> um and I mean, I guess the, the good news is that like six, seven, and eight, uh, oh, sorry, six and seven, mm-hmm. he, Radak learned that that's just playing out a case where this actually happened and he got what he wanted. So it's not, it shouldn't, it's just instantiating it. It's not really like adding to the ideas. Mm-hmm. So what, what main idea and takeaway do we get from the Radak's reading of this entire thing? Did he explain Oh yeah, yeah. So he said the uh, pay them back what they're doing because they don't contemplate the pulos Hashem. Oh, so that's actually um, what do you call it? the thing I, I observed uh, in the first time of the the pole oven and kafalam is connected to the pulos Hashem. You know, they disregard the pulos Hashem. Hashem will make sure their pulos don't don't uh, don't uh, have any trace. Yeah. Like Hashem destroyed these people and they were not real. Seems what? Just seems that like Hashem did what? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So no. I mean, the 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 thrust of it is okay. Let, let's put it this way. Okay, I got something. I don't know if this is the essence, but this is a takeaway. <laughs> okay. I think one argument you can make to Hashem is I want to be free to learn. Okay. Uh, and that's any telemelokim, like, you know, that's a good thing. Right. But it's a very different argument to say that if I don't, if I don't have this freedom to look, sorry, it's a very different argument to say, if I have this freedom to learn, then that's what I'm going to do. Like, I know I'm going to be able to do this. And if I don't, I'm in danger of being drawn into the value system of all these other people. And then I'll die the death of Roshayim, you know, like, um, like, okay. I'm, I, uh, <laughs> This is uh, <laughs> all right. I, I, I don't like to use uh, there's, there's a great thorough quote where he says, like, um, hold on, I gotta get it because it's a matir, um, for me to say what I'm gonna say. Um, I think it's the first thorough quote that I have on in the document, yeah. <laughs> so he says, in most books, the I or first person is omitted, in this, it will be retained. That, in respect to egotism, is the main difference. We commonly do not remember that it is, after all, always the first person that is speaking. And here's the line I wanted to take as a module for myself. I should not talk so much about myself if there were anybody else whom I knew as well. Uh, unfortunately, I'm confined to this theme by the narrowness of my experience. Okay, so, so I don't want to use myself as an example of this, but I will. Is I was thinking this morning about how I, you know, I, I woke up at six and today I had a, a chavrusa and six, uh, six uh, shirin, you know teaching all day. Well, this is number five. We got one more after this. Uh, and I'm just involved in, in learning and teaching all day. You know, I often shudder to think what would happen if I were not in Chinuch as a job. I cannot say that my attachment to learning would be such that I would 
like stick to that as a value and continue developing myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, I would love to be able to say that, but I think that would just be fool, foolish to say that. So I think that's an argument here is that that David is, is making, which is like David is, you could, you could point it up and say that he's definitely someone who values learning. Okay. And I don't think it's egotistical for me to say that I'm someone who values learning, but David is saying, if I get bogged down in all these other things, especially if my Malchus is at stake, if my, my, uh, you know, uh, I'm trusting these people and they're betraying me, I'm going to get pulled down into applying my Chachma and Tavuna to these other things, to Iske Ha'olam, and I'm not going to be involved in learning. Right. And based on that, I'm asking you to help me, you know, uh, Hashem. And I think that that's, again, I don't know if that's the theme of the Mizmor. That's a takeaway for us, I think, is that when you, when you, I don't, I don't know how you guys formulate your Tfilos in terms of, um, I specifically in Chonin Hadas and Bari Haleinu are the two areas that this pertains to, I think, the most. Chonin Hadas being, you know, for giving you Chachma, but then Bari Haleinu being like being able to support yourself to be able to have Chachma. Then I think this is a very good argument to make that, like, the less, the more you have to worry about Iske Olam Hazeh, then not only is it going to detract from your learning time, but it might actually detract from your energy or even worse corrupt your tell and where you're all the mental energy that you're expending, you only have a certain amount of energy in the day. Right. And, and if you're expending all of that in your, your Srachim, even Srachim for a good purpose, like this is a better purpose than anything is, is sustaining the Malchus. Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's going to take you away from your, from your learning. Like there's a, in other words, there's a threat here. You're not just asking Hashem for a benefit. You're saying that your servant, meaning David is threatened by what can happen to him if if if, uh, if these uh, things mount, if these problems mount. Yeah, that's a good takeaway. I don't know if that's the theme of the parak. I don't know if I'm like you know. Yeah, uh-huh. you can see like that he's working within this framework. David and Alak, when he's praying to Shem, because he's framing the Rishayim as people who don't understand the actions of Shem and aren't trying to move, I guess, towards that. Yeah. Understanding. Correct. Right. To be able to right. To yeah. Yeah. It really is like that. Um, the, the tefillah that I, I, you know, I should quote the tefillah instead of just like not quoting it. Oh, <laughs> the thing I'm referencing. Like, yeah. Just that you see that like he was in the right framework such that it worked and Hashem did. Right. Right. That's true. That's good for us, by the way, in terms of like seeing a, an example of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that arts is going to do many. Um, the air shafas. Okay, this is the one. Uh, when you go out of the base midrash, when you leave, you say, I thank you, Hashem, my God. That you place my lot with those who sit in the base midrash. And not those who sit, uh, and my lot. You do not place with those who sit on corners. Leitim. She ani mashkim. I get up early. Vehem mashkim. They get up early. Ani mashkim l'divrei Torah. I get up early for divrei Torah. Vehem mashkim l'divrei Betelim. Wow, I'm really feeling this. They get up early for for nonsense. Ani amel. They work. Ani sorry. Ani amel. Vehem amelim. I work and they work. Ani amel umakabel sahar. I work and I get reward. Vehem amelim einam umakabel sahar. They work and they don't get reward. Ani rat. I run. Vehem ratim and they run. Ani rat lechaylam haba. I'm running to Olam Haba, Behim Ratim, Ver Shachas. So by contrasting himself with these Rashaim, he is saying, like, there's this spectrum, and you're going to be running. 
in one direction or the other. Mm-hmm. And if you don't help me, Hashem, with this, I'll be running in that direction, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. I think we got, we got some good stuff from the barrack, even though we didn't finish everything. Now, what's going to happen next time, Lee uh, Netter, Ken and I started working on the Shir Hamalos. Different animal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we started the first one. Very different. Not very clear compared to what we're doing here. Part of the problem is they're much shorter. So maybe what we can try to do, I have not worked anything out yet in terms of like anything uh, definitive. Let's dip our toe into it on, on Thursday, see what we get. And then see if, if we want to continue it and try it and, and try it. Uh, why did we pick it? I know you didn't ask that, but why did we pick it? Because um, I think we did talk about possibly doing it at one point, but also um, there is a theory one of the, the whole question is like, what are these malos? You know, so is it the malos of the base of Mikdash? Is it malos because of some weird water thing that the Midrash would say? One theory is that it's a, a Lila Regal. Interesting. And so cool. in my whole project of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, maybe, but all right, we'll see what happens. All righty. All right. Have a good evening. Glad you can make it, Yosef. Have a good night. Yep. Bye. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.